Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. For God is love. 1 John 4, verse 8. Oh, wow. Dear friends, have you ever considered that it all begins there? God is love. And that is worthy of our discussion always, but especially today through our broadcast here at the International Gospel Hour. First of all, a thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind words. Jay's going to come back a little later and tell you about a couple of our things that we have that will help you in your studies, an app for your iPhone, or our YouTube channel and our videos, our TV program of International Gospel Hour. He's going to tell you more about that a little later. And to our guests, to our listeners, and all, we thank you for tuning in. We are always excited that people come our way to study the Word of God. Now, we've got to get into our study today. We have a lot to cover. And this segment of our broadcast is what we call our Are You Studying? series. It's a verse-by-verse study of a book of the Bible, and we are engaged in the book of 1 John. We're in 1 John chapter 4. We're going to pick up with verse 11 in a moment. And as before we do that, let me quickly say that maybe you want to hear other lessons from the book of 1 John. If you contact us through our website at internationalgospelhour.com, tell us that you are looking for the 1 John studies. We will send you back a link to where you can listen to those studies, and we make them available here at International Gospel Hour. Now, our text under consideration will be 1 John 4, 11 through 15. Let's begin. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him and He in God. Now, let's begin by way of introduction, just a little overview. You know, in verse 11, he says, If God so loved us. Well, how did God love us? We know God is love. How about verse 10? Let's go back up one verse, stay in context. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins, the price, the ransom, the buyback for our sins. Now, parallel with that, John 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Now, in this text, God's love is perfected in His followers by their love one for another. As God loves them and they love God, then in turn we're going to find others just like that among us. Now, he talks about the love that is perfected. Now, perfection here is not flawless as we may think in everyday terms, but the meaning signifies a maturity or a completion. Thus, there is the maturity in growing in love for God and love one for another. 
From the remainder of the text, we're going to consider today at least one characteristic of perfect love. But first, here's that information about the free International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or your Android. The International Gospel Hour app is available for your iPhone or Android. Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android. Search International Gospel Hour and download our app absolutely free. You can have access to our website, social media, podcasts, our YouTube channel, and other resources, all by the touch of your finger in the palm of your hand. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. And now, friends, let's think about this very quickly. Let's consider, if you will, the study from 1 John 4, and here's a characteristic of perfect love. It instructs. That's verse 13. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. He instructs us, first of all, through the Spirit. Now, let's think about this. The authority from God was granted, was granted rather upon Christ. That's Matthew 28 and verse 18. All power, all authority is given unto me in both heaven and on earth. In John 17 and verse 8, in Jesus' prayer to the Father, he said concerning the apostles, For I have given them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Now, in that prayer to the Father, we also note earlier in John 14:26, John 15:26 and John 16:13 that Jesus said when he would leave, he promised the apostles that the Holy Spirit would come as a comforter, as a helper, and would guide them into all truth. The Spirit was not going to guide them into something that Christ had not taught them nor Christ would have not received from the Father. We have God the Father, Christ the Son and Savior, and the Holy Spirit. They all three are as one. One does not do something without the other. They are what we would refer to as deity. Some people use the term the trinity, but they are all three, yet they are one. They have different responsibilities in bringing forth the message to man. The Spirit then descended on the apostles as Jesus told them would be in Acts 1, 1 through 8. As Acts 2 began, the Bible tells us that the Spirit came upon them and they began to speak in various languages. Let's go a little bit further and see how the Holy Spirit was granted to the first century Christians from the apostles. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 14, the Bible says, When the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Now let's stop right there. They received the word of God, and Acts 8 and verse 12 said that when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom, And also the things in the name of Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Now, friends, if they were baptized by the Holy Spirit, then why would Peter and John have to come to Jerusalem? May we submit to you that they were baptized into water, just like we find later where the eunuch was baptized into water. But when Peter and John came to Jerusalem, 
The Bible says when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Philip was doing signs and wonders. Why did Philip not give them that power? Because Philip did not have the authority to do that. It took the apostles. Peter and John, verse 17 of Acts 8, laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. And boy, in verse 20, did not Peter give him a rebuke. Your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this your wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Oh, wow, friends. Here he is, a young Christian. Simon didn't buck back or fight back. He answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Now, dear friends, the power of the Holy Spirit would allow those new Christians to understand and to teach the Word of God. It was used for an affirmation. Paul talked about this in 1 Corinthians 12, 8-11. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. The Spirit, obviously, they did not have the completed revelation, the Bible as we do, but the Spirit came to guide and to guide and to help and to teach. The Hebrew writer explains it better, Hebrews 2, 1 through 4, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Did you catch that word, confirmed? The Spirit confirmed what was being preached by using the miracles, the various gifts, and all those things. Instructed through the Spirit, and through the Spirit we have that complete revelation, the Holy Bible, that teaches us and is sufficient to guide man, Second Timothy three sixteen and 17, and Second Peter 1, 20 and 21. Friends, I'm going to come back and wrap this up in a second, but first I want to defer to our J-Webb and let him tell you about our YouTube channel. And folks, you hear us, now you'll be able to see our work through our YouTube channel. For many years, you've heard us over the air and online, and now we're excited to announce you can see the International Gospel Hour program on our YouTube channel. A new episode is uploaded weekly, and feel free to view our other offerings as well. It is free to subscribe to the International Gospel Hour on YouTube. Again, please take some time to watch the International Gospel Hour on our YouTube channel. 
and be sure to click the subscribe button while you're there. It's free. Dear friends, what a deep study today of how we are instructed through the Spirit. Going through the New Testament and seeing the impact of the Holy Spirit, and today we have the impact of the Spirit through the Word of God. We're going to continue this study together another time, but for now, thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.